Property Virgins. This morning we're talking about what real estate agents buy for their first property with Michael Silich and Mark Novak. We're going to talk about our first properties that we bought and uh, the emotions. Stay tuned. Michael Good morning. Shea. Good morning, Mark. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I thought Good. I missed out for a second then. <laughs> yeah, no, you went bolting for the door. I just thought I'd get a head start. Time to get started. Brilliant. Interesting topic of conversation today. It is. What does a real estate agent buy for their first property? Is it any different to, uh, to what other people normally buy? Um, I thought it'd be a great topic again, and not only that, the um, the emotions because we've threw around interest rates today. So, you know, it's you know you're dealing with interest rates, you're dealing with work, you're dealing with um, family travels. Like you've got so many balls in the air when you're buying your first home. Uh, yeah, it's, it's scary stuff. Mm. It is, and it's interesting because I think it's a good topic of conversation from, let's say, when you first bought your first property, what interest rates were doing then, what was going through your mind, maybe versus someone like myself a few years later, maybe not that many, you're still young, um, and what was going through my mind as well. Because, yeah, I, I think it would be interesting to weigh up. And is it harder now than it was, you know, five years ago or 15 years ago? It's interesting because pe people, because it's... Status is sort of the status quo, or people automatically think it's harder now uh, than it was 10, 20, 30 years ago. But I'm yeah, but I'm sure the exact same thing was going through your mind as well when you first bought. You probably bought and went far out for my parents when they bought 20 years ago. Look how cheap and easy it was for them then in comparison. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's let's wind let's wind back the clock. Mm -hmm. Your first property that you bought uh, when you broke your virginity with property. How old were you? Um, what did you buy exactly? So I was 24 years old when I first bought my property and it was a little two-better in DY and it was just before COVID hit for interesting timings. So literally when I bought, COVID wasn't really a thing and then COVID hit afterwards and I went, ooh, What's this going to mean for me? What's going to mean for my property journey? Um, and it was quite an interesting one because obviously at the time, interest rates were historically low. Um, looking at it, I was thinking it's not going to stay this way forever. Let's fix it at the time. Um, let's budget for the future of when interest rates will eventually go back up as well. Um, so it was an interesting thing. But the biggest thing for me was, and I think for a lot of first home buyers when you're first buying, you don't really know what something's going to be like. It's like anything in life until you actually jump in and do it. And it was really interesting just to learn about all the different things, paying your rates, paying all the different bills that are associated with the property. Um, and it's a really interesting learning curve. So you'd, um, you'd come out of university, so 18 to 20, 21, 22, mm -hmm. university, travel. So really only one or two years into your working life. Bang, boom. Correct. You bought Exactly. Yeah. Or because obviously at university, you're working part time. There's 
limited cash flow coming in, but started working full time, saving up, and was fortunate enough to, yeah, to purchase. Was there family or friends around you busting your chops saying you should buy something? Um, well, my background's Serbian and Greek, so good old school walk mentality, which is buy property as, as quick as you can and hold on to it and never sell. So that was always deeply ingrained in, <laughs> in the upbringing. So who were the people hammering you? Oh, not, no one was really hammering me, but there was a strong support from my parents as well, saying you should go ahead and you, you should save up and do that. So mum and dad are there going, you got to do it, you got to do it. Yeah. And from what age did they start telling you you got to buy a property? I, they didn't really start telling me. To be honest with you, I was really interested in property all throughout even my university days. I was always, and I'm sure some people watching this to read this as well, there's property investment magazines out there. Um, and before I even had any sense of my name to be able to invest, I was reading these things because I think they come out once a month. I mean, I was reading them all throughout university as well, always thinking about, oh, how do you build a portfolio? How do you buy properties? Um, so I was always sort of in that headspace. So yes, there was a driving force behind as well, but I was sort of the headwind of that, really wanting to, to push myself to do it. And um, what what was your first step? First Starting as a real estate agent. <laughs> that, so that step helped you buy your first property? I, I think so. Because fortunate enough, obviously, when you're working within the industry, you do get to learn a lot more of the ins and outs because I think it's a very daunting process for a first-time buyer when you have absolutely no idea how to purchase. And even for someone like myself that had a couple of years of experience in the industry at the time, even then you still, there's a lot of pitfalls that even when you go through with clients, it's very different when you're going through it yourself. Interesting. It is. It, it really is. And I, I think that it's something that you always want to work towards. And no matter what your timeline is, um, whether it's a couple of years after working or you save up over a period of years, it's something that sets a good goal to, to achieve anyway, because irregardless, it sets good saving habits. Um, once you do take on a mortgage, it puts you in a good position where you have to be structured. You can't just completely spend your money willy nilly. And I think it's just good good grounding for a lot of people just to ha take that on um irregardless of what your path is in life so you still own the property i do and uh tell us about it what did you buy just a little two bedroom in dy it was quite original spent money and renovated it did it all up um now there's some lovely tenants in there um paying about 550 a week um so it's just a two bedroom there but yeah not, nothing flash I, did, I didn't want anything crazy over the top in terms of trying to get rich quick i just wanted something old red brick block solid set and forget style of property um, i think definitely for your first first purchase um, and i live by the philosophy is just keep it simple um i'm curious to hear about what went through your mind when you were buying yours mine uh was what year was it first uh, mark hey what year was it? 1999. No, 1995. 95. 95. 95 is a good year. You know why? You were born then? I was born that year. <laughs> That's bad, eh? <laughs> <laughs> So I bought a um, I bought a two bedroom mm -hmm. for 
are three hundred and fifteen thousand. Yep. In Curl Curl, yes, uh, which is the freshwater next to Manly for people that don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't tick all the boxes, so I'd missed this. Yes. I'd missed a, a, a unit in freshwater, which I loved, but I always wanted to tick the boxes: lock up garage, internal laundry. Mm-hmm. I wanted something nice that I could live in later, <clears throat> so I wanted a bit of a view. And um, yeah, it was scary. It was scary. Did you have your finance approved before you went out and started looking? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. And I think when you're when you're a first home buyer, you've got to get used to this. Um, I think you feel like you're driving a stolen car. So when yeah. when you book in the mortgage broker to come and see or you and mum and dad or whoever that is, it feels like a fake appointment. Yeah. Did you feel that? Yes and no, but I get the surreal factor of it where I guess before you're a kid and it's always mum and dad dealing with that sort of stuff because that's a grown-up thing. And then all of a sudden now you're in the driver's seat of the the grown-up vehicle. Um, Yeah, I I think it's almost a little bit of surreal feeling. And to be honest with you, it probably doesn't really hit home until that first mortgage repayment comes out. Well, it just feels like buying your first property, it just feels like all bets are off um, at any time. So, and then you actually get all the way through and you bought the property and you're a year down the track and you still think that all bets are still off. Like you don't, you don't actually feel, it's the weirdest, for me, it was the weirdest feeling where it was like, nah, nah, this, this, this can't be true. This isn't true. Even when I booked in the mortgage broker, even yeah. when I collected, you know, got together uh, as much deposit as I could, it was never enough. It was just, it just seemed like it was how long's a piece of string. Do you know, it just kept going. Yeah. And even, even when you, when I look back, that many years back, it's still like it's funny. I don't feel seated on the seated on the purchase. I don't feel like it was. It's it, wow. yeah, it's the it was it's the weirdest thing. If it, like yeah. buying my first property was. Um, and it was a good memory. It wasn't, there was, there was um, all good, but yeah. Yeah. Well, looking back on it now, what's, is there anything you would change? Is there one thing you go, oh, I wish I knew that. I wish I did that slightly different. No. Um, I, I guess we're, we're like, we're exclusively talking about our first our first purchases but you know like i think it didn't have the garage um it didn't have the internal laundry um Mm. it actually it it disappointingly didn't tick all the boxes but it's it it still got me really excited um so i i feel like um sometimes i kept putting stuff off for the immaculate purchase um which didn't really matter in the end you know what i mean like it's performed very very well it's always mm. rented it's always gone up in value so mm. i think for a purchaser like you know i guess my advice from that experience was it doesn't have to be a 10 out of 10 um uh property um, yeah to, yeah to to be yeah incredible yeah it's very true and i i think the fact that you said you look back and you don't regret 
in, well, not regret, but don't think, oh, what would I have done differently? I think all the things you do well when you first purchase, all the pitfalls and the things maybe you didn't do as well, it's all part of it. You need to go through that learning curve um, because, as I said, there's no better way to really learn than completely experiencing it yourself. Um, so I, I just think it's it's a big thing to literally go through the process. And if you have people guiding you, obviously it helps as well. Um, yep. Just literally take it step by step. Uh, and yeah, as you said, it's been a great vehicle and however many years later it's gone up in value and it creates great grounding for, for the future. So Michelle's got a question. Um, yes. Your first purchase, how much? My first purchase, 600000 and what's it worth now? Seven fifty, eight hundred. Solid, solid. What, so you're three, oh, three fifteen. Three fifteen. It's. You've got a few more years of compounding behind you. Oh God! God. Uh, yeah. What's how many years is that? 25 27 years compounding yeah uh, 27 years later it's probably a 1.8 wow yeah um and i, I do have to say there was mm -hmm. all different interest rates um yes so for, for what's top what's top of mind for people at the moment is interest rates and you know mortgage potential mortgage pain and potential mortgage stress and I've got to say, when you just manage it, you just, you know, when I when I look back and look at the rates that I was paying on that property over that 27 years, it's like I was really paying that. Like, what was going through my brain at that time? Like, that's that's stressful. But you just you just manage. You just push yourself. You just pay. Um, you know, there was there was, and I think also um, if. Yeah, you, oh, you just get through it. You just get through it. Mm, yeah. Nice job, Michael. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, my, it's my ringtone. Um, yeah. So, and also, I think a big thing to bear in mind is interest rates is a cash flow thing. So, as long as you put yourself in a position and you can manage your cash flow, the numbers you just told me then astounded me. So, we're talking over the course of close to 30 years since you bought your first property and it's gone up one and a half million dollars so that's a big amount it's like fifty thousand dollars a year in terms of just consistently it's more than that oh no it's about that um going up if your cash flow is slightly different by x amount of thousands per year as long as you can budget for it and hold on to it the property is going to pay its dividends to you tenfold over a period of time well as long as you hold on to it short term as we can see in the market now the market's all over shopping go up down sideways in the short term you look at those long-term trends, it's going to go up in value. You're going to make money on it. You're just going to be able to budget and hold. Yep. It's incredible. So uh, that's our list. That's our trip down memory lane, as Michelle yes. uh, calls it. So it's uh, not that long ago for you, a long, long way away ago for me. Um, don't ever sell the property is what I would say. Buy and hold. Hold for as long as you can. <laughs> Can you imagine my first property if I'd sold it? The story I'd be this same story I'd be telling today. Yeah, it's worth it doubled in value. Yeah, I sold Just it at nine hundred grand, and it's now worth one eighty. Be going, no. 
So true. They, if, if you can, as Cleo says. <laughs> Wogs don't sell. <laughs> it's funny, hey. It's very funny. true. It's There's a reason like for it. Chris. Huh? There's a reason for it. They're obviously, they've worked something out and there's the secret formula, as Warren Buffett says, of compounding interest, compounding property values. It's time in the market, not timing the market. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. So uh, if you do get to watch that Warren Buffett doc, doco, it's very rewarding uh, on what you just on the back of what, what Michael just said on compounding. Um, and that's that's the moral of the story uh, with property. Like you said, it's just how long you've owned it for. It's always going to do well. Um, thank you for sharing your first with me this morning. <laughs> that's all right. Thank you for sharing when yours. You lost, when you lost your virginity with your property. It's a beautiful story, <laughs> Michael. It is. <laughs> Have a good week, everyone. Thanks, guys. Buy property. See. Don't sell it. That's it. See you, Mark.